Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self-discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. It's your host, Amanda Guarneri, as always. So happy to have you listening today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know if the audio will sound a little bit different today, but it is the night before Mother's Day, and I got a wonderful gift of staying in a nice hotel by myself for the night. And what was on my to-do list, what I really wanted to do was record this podcast episode for you. It is very rare that I am ever in a place that's totally silent. And usually I get my podcast recordings done during my baby's nap time, or sometimes I'll go to my husband's office when he's watching the kids on the weekend. So this is just such a treat to have a whole hotel room to myself and to be able to get ahead. You know, tomorrow's Mother's Day, so it is early May, and this episode will be coming out in mid-June. So I'm getting ahead, and the reason is because we bought a new house. So we will be moving when this podcast episode comes out. So I am doing my future self a favor and getting ahead as much as possible on podcast recordings for June and July. So we have been in New Jersey for the past couple of years renting a house for my husband's employer. So it was never a permanent place that we've been in. So we kind of took our time finding a more permanent home. And thanks to the pandemic, that turned out to be two years. So we will be moving to our hopefully forever home throughout the month of June. So that's going to be a nice, easy month for me in terms of recordings and stuff. So that's why I'm getting a little bit ahead. So today I wanted to talk to you about this question that wasn't necessarily asked of me. I think it's a question that I've seen around before and I wanted to reflect on it and share my reflections with you. And the question is, do you have to be passionate about your job or about your career? And I don't know, maybe you have a reflexive response to this right off the bat. Uh, And I'd love to know what that reflexive response is. I think my reflexive response used to be, yes, you do definitely have to be passionate about your job. And my opinion on that has evolved and changed over time and with age. So I wanted to just share my reflections with you. And in order to do so, I really have to recap a little bit about my story of how I even landed in the nurse practitioner field to begin with, because it's a bit of a roundabout journey. And if you want to hear the whole story, you can go back to podcast episode number 26. I'll link that in the show notes. That's my whole story about my journey to NP. But to give you a little bit of a summary, when when I was deciding what to do with my life, when I was in high school, because that's what high schoolers do, you figure out what to do with your life when you are not even old enough to vote yet, I naturally decided to pursue studying 
two areas that I was really passionate about, that I really loved, because that was the message that I got growing up was you go to college for the things that you're good at and the things that you love, and then the job and the career will just follow. And I think that's a little bit of misguided advice as a side note, but what I ended up doing, I was a violinist since elementary school, and it just seemed like a natural choice, even though I was great at all academics as well. It seemed like a natural choice to go to school to study violin. And and I originally was going to be a music teacher, ultimately changed paths while in college and studied classical violin without the education piece. And I also was really into Italian language and culture. My dad is from Italy. That was very much part of my identity growing up. I latched onto that very strongly and studied Italian all throughout high school because at some high schools in Rhode Island, we have so many Italian Americans that you can study Italian in high school. And so when I was making that decision about what to do in college, I just, well, I'll I'll just study these two liberal arts fields that I really love and that I'm passionate about. But ultimately, when I was finishing up my undergraduate degree, I had this realization that even though I loved these two things and I was passionate about them, I didn't actually want to spend my career in either of those fields. And making that decision was really twofold. There were kind of two factors and two points that I was making to myself with that decision. First was that I had decided that I wanted to have a career that was more service-based and more impactful. And these two areas were just interests and passions of mine. They didn't have any particular outward impact that I was aligned with. You know, I, I, like I said, I had left the education piece, so it wasn't like I was going to be a music teacher. I had really, you know, I was just getting a degree in, in music and a degree in Italian. And I realized that I, I really wanted to actually improve other people's lives as a byproduct of whatever my work was going to be. And those two things weren't going to cut it. And secondly, I wanted to have a decent paying job. I didn't want to enter a profession that was notoriously underpaid. And I didn't want to necessarily have to worry about being employed. And and to put this into perspective, I was making this decision in 2007. I graduated college in 2008. And historically, if you know anything about What happened in 2008, right after I graduated from college, was the Great Recession. So a lot of my college classmates, a lot of my high school classmates who didn't choose vocational paths, who also studied liberal arts and didn't have a vocational path after that, really struggled because unemployment was so high and it was just so difficult for people to get a job during that time period. So it was was definitely fortuitous that I decided in 2007 that I was going to seek entry into a accelerated RN to NP master's program. And doing that, deciding to become an advanced practice nurse was really the right marriage of those two things for me, which was service-based, impactful work and job security and, and a vocation that was going to afford me a comfortable lifestyle. You know, that was definitely part of my decision-making process. And again, if you want to hear more about that whole journey of violinist to nurse practitioner, because it's a bit non-traditional, I'll encourage you to listen back to episode number 26. And again, I'll link that in the show notes if you want to listen to that after this one, if you haven't already. So over time, my relationship with my career as an NP has really gone through different iterations and different seasons. 
When I first started working back in 2011, yes, I was absolutely passionate about my career, though it was really less so as I struggled to find the right place for me clinically, where I could really feel that impact and that sense of purpose. I had that feeling when I first started because I had that kind of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed attitude that I was finally getting to practice in the career that I spent all this time and effort and money studying. But ultimately, that first job wasn't the best job for me long term. And I had a few different jobs before I landed in emergency medicine about three years into practice. And when that happened, that passion, that career passion was really reignited for me, which was great. And and that lasted a while. Hey friend, you may or may not be job seeking right now, but if you are, or you will be in the future, I'm popping in to let you know about my most popular offer, the Nurse Resume Template Bundle. This is a digital download product that includes six beautifully designed resume and cover letter templates for both the experienced and new grad nurse or NP. You deserve to have a resume and cover letter that really showcases exactly why you are the perfect person for the job. So never again lose out on the opportunity to interview because your resume got lost in the stack. When you purchase the nurse resume template bundle, you'll also get access to three really essential bonuses that I created for you. My credential organization system, a job application tracking system, and the most asked for resource, an ATS video explaining what the heck the ATS is. (laughs) And it also includes two really friendly additional templates that are super ATS friendly. Okay. So you can learn more about this and you can purchase the nurse resume template bundle for just $37 at theresumerx.com slash offer. That's theresumerx.com slash O-F-F-E-R. Now back to the episode. About five years into my practice as an NP, my twins were born. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but at that point, my relationship with my career shifted again. And part of that was just my difficulty adjusting to full-time motherhood. Part of it was the fact that the twins were born premature. They were born at 31 weeks. We had a month-long NICU stay. It was, you know, as far as maternity leaves go, it was a very eventful and and heavy feeling maternity leave. It it definitely wasn't a, you know, a routine maternity leave. I had two babies at one time. We were hospitalized for a month and actually one of the babies was hospitalized for five weeks. And technically by all standards, a week after she came home was the end of my six weeks of paid leave anyway. So ultimately I ended up taking the full 12 weeks of FMLA plus an additional 30 day leave of absence that I was fortunately granted. And I had short-term disability pay and vacation time to ride out. So I didn't spend a lot of that time unpaid, which was very fortunate, but a little bit of a a tangent there. But because of all that, I really struggled with the transition to working parenthood. And the other thing too, was that I really started to grow very resentful of working full time because I was only doing it because I still had loans to pay off. So I graduated with more than $125,000 of loans and I was really, really struggling. I wasn't struggling to pay them off. Like there was no financial hardship, but they were not being paid off as quickly as I would like because as soon as I had those babies, I didn't 
want to work full time anymore, but I had to because I was under contract for a loan repayment agreement that required me to work full time. And and I don't say any of that to complain, but just to set the stage of how that resentment started to brew about my job. So all of that contributed to a struggle with feeling engaged with my work. I, I didn't really feel that passion because at that point I was passionate about being a new mom and, and passionate about being able to spend time off with my kids and, and passionate about sleeping and passionate about all the things that new moms are passionate about, the least of which is your job, really. And then and, and that was my experience, not saying that's what everyone will go through, but I did pay off those loans about a year and a half after the babies were born. And as soon as they were paid, I cut back my hours until I felt like I could really handle parenthood and being an NP without just barely staying afloat in either role. Because that's how I felt when I was working full time. I felt like I was doing nothing very well. Uh, But as soon as I had the opportunity to cut back my hours, then I was able to balance a little bit better. So for that period of time, I I was definitely not connected to my career in a way that I would call passionate. But that being said, I didn't regret my career. It was giving me the financial ability to be able to pay off those loans, first of all, and then be able to go part-time after those loans were paid. So I'm now 10 years into practice. My twins just turned five. And I've also spent over a year on a what I'm calling a clinical sabbatical as I've worked on this business full-time. And after these 10 years, I've come to a couple of realizations, two realizations about reflecting on the question of, do you have to be passionate about your job? And this is the first thing. I want to live a life that I am obsessed with. I want to be passionate about living and waking up in the morning and just being and just existing. That's my number one. I want a life that I am obsessed with. And if my job is one of those elements of passion, one of those elements that really sparks that passion, then awesome, then great, fantastic. But if my job affords me the ability to be passionate about my life, about the rest of my life through the flexibility and financial stability that it provides, then that's okay too. And it's also okay if that changes over time and ebbs and flows, because right now the work that I'm doing through this business, through this podcast, the people that I get to meet and help and mentor, yeah, that is fueling my passion more so than, you know, my last most recent year in clinical practice. And and that's the truth. It's a hard truth. And I feel a little bit of guilt over that, but ultimately it's okay. It's okay that right now I'm in a season where the work that I'm doing right now, I am passionate about it. The work that I was doing two, three years ago, was I passionate about it? No. But was I making enough money and did I have enough flexibility in my life that I could do the other things that I was passionate about? Yes. So that's my first realization. I want to live a life that I'm obsessed with. My second realization, if I'm not absolutely passionate about my work itself, then I have to be passionate about and connected to the mission and impact it has in order for me to do it well. I'm going to say that again. If I'm not absolutely passionate about my work itself, like the day-to-day, then I have to be passionate about 
and connected to the mission and impact it has in order for me to do that work well. Being a nurse practitioner is, it's not the type of job where you can go in, push papers, click buttons, go through the motions, and then clock out. This career, regardless of whether you're in patient care or leadership or entrepreneurship, it involves taking risks, having difficult conversations, being emotionally available and present, and thinking critically. And all of that is incredibly draining work, and it involves a lot of mental and emotional engagement. And in order to do that over and over and over again, the connection to the mission and the impact has to be there. Recently, I've seen memes and articles, we just had Nurses Week, floating around the internet that say things like, nursing is not what I do, it's who I am. And I'm not sure that I can agree with that. I am not just a nurse. I am not just a nurse practitioner. I am a whole person and so much more than my career. And it's my lifelong job to discover who that person is and to spend every day evolving and becoming and living a life that I am truly passionate about. I would love to hear your thoughts on this about whether you think it's necessary to be passionate about your job. I'd love if you maybe tag me on Instagram, send me a DM with your thoughts. And if this topic resonated with you, if you enjoyed this, I'd love if you would share with a friend, another nurse or NP friend, because I think this is a good conversation to have. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, always rooting for you, my friend. Catch you again soon. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.